On this week's General Admission, we talk about the latest Blink news and decide if all these cryptic social posts are helping or hurting album hype. We talk some festival news, including See Here Now, Weather Outlook, and Massachusetts for Lovers being canceled. We break down the new Olivia Rodrigo album Guts and live react to the new Rolling Stones music video and single for Angry. Okay, let's go. Welcome to General Admission. Today is September 14th and Blink is still doing nothing. Edging. <laughs> Edging so hard. What is there's just all these cryptic messages that don't amount to anything. I mean, at least on today's there's a hard date now. I still don't know what the point of a blinking clock at midnight on Thursday. What kind of meant clock? nothing. It's a blinking, uh, clock? blinking clock. <laughs> yeah. To put out a picture of a clock with a time on Thursday night, the day before singles and albums and music drops should pretty like universally mean like something's coming tomorrow. But no one's coming because we're still just edging. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. They're really like the big announcement was they added an arrow back to the logo, which I never even counted the arrows before. I thought there were just three for some reason. Yeah, I thought there were. Apparently, they started with five and then there was four and now there's five again. How many are on the self-titled album or untitled? A lot of people's tattoos are going to be wrong, but. If it's four to five, they can just add an arrow. Or they could have a cool retro blink tattoo. Also, I had a great meme that got no oh, there traction. There were five on Untitled. I was very proud of a meme, and no one liked it on Instagram, so I'm going to do verbal meme now. All right, M Michael Scott, the, the healthcare episode, when everyone's mad at him, and he says, I'll have a big surprise for you at the end of the day. And then he shows up with ice cream sandwiches and Stanley says, this better not be the big surprise. <laughs> That's blank with their <laughs> big announcement. And then we're adding an arrow to our logo. Ridiculous. Like, but I think, yeah, you I can, think yeah. you're right, though, like the blinking clock, like when a clock is blinking, on it, it always shows 12. So maybe it just meant it's just a blinking clock, but everyone took it as midnight something's dropping or noon the next day because yeah. it kept going from a.m. to p.m. I guess if it's if it's a blinking clock, like you said, it means, you know, the power went out or it got unplugged or something and the time still has to be set. So they were teasing setting the time. Also, in that little post, they did like share like, five clips of songs they they're were all really, different right yeah and they were really short and stuff so like there was that it wasn't like they there was nothing but i don't know it 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 brings up the question because we we were kind of talking about this the other day at what point does building hype start to have like the opposite effect i think we're there 
Yeah. It's been, I think it's been nine months. I think the single came out in like March. No, the edgy came out last October. October. Yeah. 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 That's what I meant. I don't, I don't know why I said March, but yeah. So like, Which is we're, insane. <laughs> yeah. We're almost, almost a year. So like at this point now, when they start to announce stuff, like obviously I'm still interested. I'm still like excited for this album to come out, but when it used to be when you had the idea that like an announcement meant something was coming, it would be exciting. And now in this case, it's like, I don't really care what they say or post because they haven't followed through at all. No, unless they just drop this on the 22nd, which I'm kind of hoping just drop it all at this point. That Do was not the, put out another single. That was, but the I day. think it's going to be another single. So they posted a, like a bathroom wall thing yesterday or maybe even today and that had a date on it i didn't i didn't notice the date but september 21st all right so they have to i mean they did say october album or like they didn't officially say that but i think travis hinted at it or something like for whatever reason there's like talk out there of october album so september 21st could mean an album it could mean another single. I don't I don't I don't know. Like I said, like I'm almost indifferent at this point. I don't think it's going to live up to all this hype at this point. I mean, oh. I'm put I lowered my bar, so now hopefully they could jump that in my books <laughs> for me. Yeah. But <laughs> also, are we sure it said 921? Are we, sure that, are we sure that doesn't mean nine months and 20, nine years and 21 days until the next single? I mean, they're not tool now. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to open up a winery. <laughs> there was some funny stuff Mark was saying on, on Discord, though, because he's like, he loves Discord, and that always gets shared to like the Reddit page where I see it like a day later. But he was talking about Tom, and it was actually... It was actually kind of sweet, like wholesome. Um, he said every project Tom does, he thinks is the best thing he ever did and gets really excited about it. He's like, he felt that way for life forms. He said, Tom has always been a big supporter of us. He, he loved California and nine plus 44. Like they were, this is what Mark said. I see Brett's raising his eyebrow and in if he'd like those albums, they'd play more songs from them on their tour that's true but tom doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who wants to see wants to play other people's music i think that's accurate i thought i screenshotted it but i i don't have it it was it was pretty funny though because mark is just so like candid about tom at this point and it's their friendship relationship work partnership is it's just funny to follow been so long at this point like yeah, yeah there's no means, more secrets between the three of them they've been through everything including tom discovering aliens mark beating cancer thomas uh travis surviving a plane crash different band members different bands like they have so with all that in mind any music is cool like it's There's exciting it's exciting they're putting something out and i'm excited for it but the weight is getting frustrating. 
like the Rolling Stones are about to drop a new album before they do, <laughs> which is insane to me. Oh, I forgot to watch the music video. Oh, want to do a live reaction? Live reaction. <laughs> All right, let's pull it up. Um, what's the song called again? Angry. Angry. That's maybe it's a maybe they wrote it in response to the Blink album. Because they're waiting on it and they're angry about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I did not think we would ever get another New Stones album. Like, the last one they put out, I think, was like 2005. I got so it on right is... now. All right. It's a very bonk heavy There's a... video. That's why I said it's not. It's NS. <laughs> there's a FW. There's a the babe right? in a convertible. Sydney Sweeney. She's uh, waving her hair around. Legs are up in the air. And then there's the band members on all these billboards. Is this it the whole time? That's pretty much the entire video. (laughs) So this is really all her because the billboard stuff is probably just animation or just like live clips. Exactly. (laughs) So this drops So the new album is going to be called Hackney Diamonds. And it comes out on October 20th. So I'm curious oh, if this will be head to head with Blink or if Blink just like Rolling Stones will beat them to the punch again. I would love a dual release. Music. Just have them both come out on the same day. That's just like polar opposite parts of the spectrum there. <laughs> How much did Mercedes pay them to keep zooming in on this logo? I'm sure decent amount <laughs> but yeah their last like album of original material was a bigger bang in 2005 and i wow, remember like this, i was in like uh, high like freshman year of high school i think when they put that out she's not really wearing pants she's not that's why i said it's a bonk <laughs> video i would have to pause it or i'm gonna have to be bonked <laughs> <laughs> wait i should pause it on a better scene all right never mind let's keep going <laughs> That came out of nowhere. I didn't, I mean, there might have been talk of them putting music out, but I had no idea. I didn't either, because like, I think last year was it a... Wait, I got to hear the guitar it's, solo. It's a pretty good guitar solo. Here it is. <laughs> maybe you'll maybe you'll drop it in the episode. Yeah, I I definitely <laughs> will. Feel like right. when their drummer Charlie Watts died in 2021, I thought they'd never release new music. But then again, it had been over 15 years at that point since they put out a new album. So I just assume they were done making new albums or just doing the touring yeah. gig. But apparently, they had something else to say. So. Kind of curious to hear what this sounds like. Oh, it's nighttime now. That's interesting. Does that mean because the song is only three minutes and it was daytime when it started? So there's some continuity issues on this music video. But I, I don't think anyone's really paying attention to the weather. No, I don't think so. No. It's a no. lot going on there. <laughs> We're paying attention to the weather though. <laughs> <laughs> Because we have see here now this weekend. 
on the we beach do. in Asbury. And uh, Hurricane Lee is not going to be an issue. Not going to be an issue. I don't think it is. The The weather looks fine. Um, the only concerns I've seen are if it's like even like 500 miles offshore, it could it could fuck up the tide because there's like a new moon too. shout out Twilight. Yep, nailed yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, if the tide like takes over half the beach, then like they can't do it. It could be a beautiful sunny weekend. All right, that part's concerning. You're right, because <laughs> <laughs> weather-wise, it looks perfect. It's like everything you want in a September weekend. Yeah, and they bring in professional surfers for this. And last year there were. No waves. They were towing them on jet skis, and it was pretty sad. Sunday, it's projected 20 to 25 foot swell. So gnarly, man. Yeah. <laughs> to like the your... end of point break. <laughs> Johnny Tsunami's going to pop out. I'm going to take you down. <laughs> Yo, if that's real and they actually get to surf them, that will be, I mean, that'll be better than some of the musicians. Because we feel the early part of the day pretty well. Oh, yeah. Those are some big-ass waves. So, I'm excited. I went from being concerned to thinking we're going to be fine. So, I don't really know what to believe. But I think I'm we'll be alright. blindly believe we'll be fine. Yeah. So see here now question for you. Do you know who Danny Clinch is? Uh festival like organizer? Yeah, yeah, I did not know that. So apparently like he's doing like something at the pony after the show on Saturday. Ooh. And friend of the pod Jake thinks there's a high percentage that Foo shows up at that event, but it's currently sold out and secondary market prices are pretty expensive to go there so i think we just missed an opportunity there but i had no idea who this guy was until today uh so or else i would have suggested we go there is there are some cool like after party shows there's one at um i always just call it like the surf shack on the boardwalk but i don't think that's the name um they serve great margaritas though and there's like a couple of bands playing there. I thought it'd be easy to just like walk up to any of these. But I guess now if you have rumors of Foo Fighters. Uh, we could find a way. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> hoping it's on this. I think it's inside, but maybe they'll put it on the summer stage. That would. That would be weird, like to have the headliner of the entire festival play a show they're talking the night before oh they're just gonna like hang out you mean they're not gonna i thought you meant like they were gonna play music he might be let me get the exact uh description of the event here let's see if dave grohl goes on a stage he's playing music even if it's just an acoustic guitar shit well we gotta find a way into this now Danny Clinch Asbury. 
ocean ants stomp. What? Yeah, there's like a bunch of them. It's they announced all this so long ago, and it's like, who's thinking about after parties like seven months in advance? But it seems like maybe we should have. Yeah, I did uh, not put two and two together. You know what? I just realized that after party at the Surf Shack thing I was talking about, that was for Stoked for Summer. Ah. Uh, so I didn't know about any after parties for this. <laughs> I'm sure there are, though. It's just doors at 1030 for these. So. Oh, late night. Yeah. The Ocean Ave Stomp. And it's in quotes. What, what does that mean? It might be like a fake band name. And that's someone else playing under that name. Well, there's another one in quotes. There goes the neighborhood. Well, maybe we just keep an eye out and like they'll release some. I'm sure we'll hear from people there too. Yeah, but we want to go. Yeah. I want to just hear about it. I don't, it's not called here now. It's called see here now. We got to see it with the ocean, with the ocean. And we could stomp, stomp around the, the pony. Stomp around the notch. Have you been listening to any of the bands playing this weekend? Just Foo. Just Foo. Yeah. I'm very much back in the Foo mood. Yeah, same. I, I've done zero prep. <laughs> I don't really think I'm going to do any prep at this point. I thought I'd do more like for Greta, but I feel like I need to see them live before to go back to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they'll be like. Stuff. Play that song. It's not a mountain song. The jungle song. The jungle song. Like it's. I think it's. I think it's the The something song. song, Right. I'm going with jungle. The forest. The rain. Safari song. Ah, safari. Jungle. Damn, I lose. I wonder if Apple used that to promote uh, their browser. Hey, I wouldn't put it past Greta Van Fleet to sign a deal with Apple. <laughs> I I look forward to seeing them. I, I do too. I'm I'm a little. I, oh, I'm also excited for Corey Wong, of Wolfpack. He's like very funky. You'll like him a whole lot. Will we be there in time? Uh, what does he play? I don't even know when he plays. This is riveting stuff right here. Um, four like Greta Van Fleet is on a beer and there's a beer and wings playlist on Spotify, and <laughs> Greta Van Fleet is on it. That's what came up when you searched Greta Van Fleet beer and wings playlist. Beer and wings, nice. Who else is on the beer and wings playlist? Do you want to try to guess some? <laughs> beer and wings. Uh, Credence Clearwater. Robot. I don't know why they, they keep it. In my head. So it's mod. It's modern day. Modern beer right. wings, All except right, so. for one. All right, so probably got Foo Fighters on there. Maybe yep, Royal Blood. Royal Blood. Oh, what about Rival Sons? Rival Sons. 
Those guys are good. They're like Greta Van Fleet, but less Zeppelin ripoff. They are not Deer on here. Wings. Uh, Zach Brown Band? That would make a lot of sense. But I do not see them. Ah. Hmm. One more, one more. Deer and Wings. I don't know. The Killers. I'll just stick with see her now. No, but close. The Black Keys ah. are on here a lot. Chili Peppers, Zeppelin, Gary Clark Jr. Uh, I should have. Queens of Stone Age, Arctic Monkey, Monkeys, Cage Elephant, ACDC, Nathaniel Ratliff, and the Night Sweats oh. of uh, See Here Now. Yeah, because he has that song, Give Me a Drink. So you got to put him on. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me a drink. <laughs> yeah, I think we got to, if I, if I can make a push for Corey Wong over Royal Blood. Would like to like to do that one. But we could always just split. Isn't there something isn't someone else playing at that time though? Uh, I'm pretty sure I wrote off no. Royal Blood because something else is going on. Corey Wong and Royal Blood. And then Cheryl Crow starts after them. Do you want to see Cheryl Crow? That's Saturday that's Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. Listen to some court well. I only really know his band, so I'm not even. I'm sure his solo stuff's in the same, same vein. But um, we could check him out and decide. We have seen Royal Blood before. This is the fun and dilemmas of festivals. Well, speaking of go. festivals, you see that? Yeah. But was it Blue Ridge that got canceled? Yeah. What that massive concert that was. Like- it was like every single band we liked was playing it. Did we, was it just weather? I think it was weather. Yeah. But people are really, really not happy. And, but like census fail found like a place to play. Oh I saw. yeah. Yeah. I saw there were some bands that were like figuring stuff out. Just not yeah. a good year for festivals. It's global no. warming's just uh, <laughs> taking over at this point. I know. I know. That other one got canceled too, but that wasn't global warming's fault. The Massachusetts is for lovers. But that's odd. How did that not sell tickets? I mean, there wasn't, it was Silverstein was like the biggest draw. And then it was Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Hawthorne Heights. Alkaline Tree over there. Really? I don't remember yeah. on that one. I think they might have advertised this wrong because, like, Rise Again said, "Sorry, we, we're not playing anymore." Yeah, Uncle but they not... said, "Sorry, we're not playing anymore." But like, neither of them were on the poster. But is there was there like a Chicago is for lovers, and that's maybe where Alkaline Trio and Rise Against are? Did they cancel Chicago? Did? Which is Boston? Yeah, so maybe they just like were sharing it because they're part of another date. And apologizing to fans. <laughs> that is weird because Rise Against isn't on the Massachusetts date. But the I still I still think no, it was it really like wasn't that good. Cause like Silverstein is like the only band that draws a crowd. The rest of the bands are like bands that go in support of. So like I feel like it it's not that surprising. Unless I'm like missing something obvious. I'm pulling up the list. It says 
Silverstein, Hawthorne Heights, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Emery, Further Seems Forever, Proper Slow Joy, Mal, Mal, Mal Cops, Mall Cops. So like, I don't even know those last three. Further Seems Forever, I don't know what they're doing. I just kind of remember them vaguely being around the same time as all these other bands. It was Caraba's band for a while. Ah. Oh, that's right. This just, I'm outing myself for not reading. <laughs> you might notice we're not doing book club this week. <laughs> Again. <laughs> no, we're doing it next week because I'll be away. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is just like a Silverstein show with, like, don't get me wrong. Red Jumps Apparatus, like, I love their first album, but they haven't been relevant in 20 years. Like, they're not like, people aren't going for them. I don't think many people are going for for hawthorne heights like even though they're doing like cool stuff and then the rest is just like random bands from the early 2000s so like i feel like you need one other big name next to silverstein if you really want this to to sell yeah i look more into this because i'm not sure why they put out statements yeah i don't know why rise Against if they're not listed weird Weird, weird, weird. What have you been listening to this week? A lot. A yeah. lot of Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this. I've been listening I am to, as well. I've been listening to Hell Mode still. I'm still on Jeff Rosenstock. <laughs> I can't get as off you should that be. Album. It's still been on my rotation this week, too. Yeah. Andy told me he saw him in, in Philly um the other night and he said uh Chris Farron was playing too, and they just like combined shows. They're buddies. That's crazy. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of like bands just combining shows. Right? I wish different venues. That's what I'm wondering. Like, did he have a show that night somewhere else? And then they decided, let's just put them together. Like, can they do that? (laughs) Pretty cool if they can. Yeah, it would be what happened in Philly because I feel like Philly is just a very music friendly place. Yeah, I wish Trump Bottoms would combine with Menzingers and Microwave. That'd be nice. That'd be real nice. I'd give all my money for that. Oh, we have to before Olivia Rodrigo, since we're on the topic of um, festivals, that Fallout Boy Jimmy World Hot Mulligan show at Madison Square Garden. I think we got to go. It's really nice. That's like three bands where I like all their music. That, and I've never seen Fall Out Boy live. Uh, I saw them at Bamboozle once a long time ago, I think. But yeah, never, never like as a fan, fan. Um, that's a monster show. So here's the dilemma that I find myself in this time of year is i'm sick of going to shows for the most part i don't truly mean that because then i go and have a great time but like i'm a little tired of going to a lot of concerts i don't want to think about going to another concert so when these tickets go on sale i feel like i don't want to go to a concert but then when the show comes up in march i'll want to go to concerts again I feel like these won't be that bad secondary market. Maybe. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. Heart Center I got a little idea. pricey, but 
It's MSG. No, but I mean, like for this past summer when they played PNC, oh, yeah, it yeah, got pricey yeah. on secondary market. Yeah, and also MSG, like I'm, I'm a snob, and like I want good seats. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, another obligatory. <laughs> <laughs> they announced their summer festival too. Next August, fifteenth through eighteenth. No, that's too many days. Of August, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a four-dayer. Plenty of time to find my tent and all my camping gear. I love getting this much notice on a festival. That's really nice. It was very courteous of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm very excited. And we're going to do it. It's going to be great. I think that'll be the tweezer date when it finally happens. Yeah. For me. Unless, Unless... We go to one New Year's show and wait, what? What month is it? What's next? <laughs> New Year's, right? Yeah, it's September. So but I, I think they, they'll save that for New Year's Eve, I'm assuming. Probably. Yeah, probably. But yeah, you go to a festival, you're gonna get all the everything, all the staples, and then some everything. <laughs> Everything's right. That'll yeah. be jammed out, I'm sure. <laughs> And they do, I don't even know how much I want to tell you because like, I want you to be surprised, but there may be an unannounced set that they do at an odd time, possibly at a separate location on the festival grounds. With Brian and Robert? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they like to do a secret show at the festival. That's not really a secret. They don't announce like where it is or when it is until like the day of and then like word of mouth. Like last time there was just like this random stage set up somewhere else and then they played like almost behind it and they projected stuff onto it and they just did like a 30, 40 minute jam of like no song really. And that, that was it. It was just like a surprise like jam in the middle of the night. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Everyone's like in their pajamas and stuff. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. But I can wait because it's very far away. It is very far away. Yes. But what's not far away is Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Not the Nickelodeon show. (laughs) Not the Nickelodeon show. Is this just, this is our second album, right? Her second full length. Full length. The first one was Sour? Sour. Sour. Amazing. Okay. And this one was somehow, ju- I want to say, just as good, if not better. Yeah. Well, Which is high praise, considering how good Sour was. Yeah, I. this was a classic. Had to listen to it a few times, and now I like it. I really like it. <laughs> I didn't the first time I put on I I wasn't really feeling it. I don't know why. Um I like it now. It's just that simple. But I want to hear your thoughts on it because you you brought this up for us and I know you're a fan. I am a fan. As weird as that might be, I hope it's not weird, but <laughs> not weird. So I feel like it's very hard 
nowadays to hear pop stars making music like this. Like this is straight up like her last album was, was like Paramore, Avril Lavigne, uh, Alanis Morissette, like all those rolled into one. And she like did more of that here, but brought more guitars. Like there's a full out guitar solo in Bad Idea, right? And like she kind of screams on All American Bitch. Like she just loves like this kind of music. Like I saw an article today, like her favorite band at the moment is Rage Against the Machine, which oh, is just yeah. wild to me. <laughs> But like, I don't know, like I was like, I had this album on going to my uncle's birthday Saturday with Sandra and I told Sandra, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she has a potential to be bigger and better than T-Swift. Is there is there beef? I kept seeing talk about beef and I feel like it's completely made up by the Internet. I think it is completely made up like she keeps downplaying it like because like. People have like hypothesized that vampire and the grudge. grudge. Yeah. And there's one more on here. Lacey, maybe. Yeah. That was about Taylor Swift, which I mean, the grudge, I feel like if you read the lyrics, you can kind of see it if you want to see it. Yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> but it's things. also if vague and like hard it's, enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I vampire. Don't, I don't think fits like that one. I feel like that's clearly about an X. I mean, it, this album is very teenage girl. Oh, um, yeah. Gen Z, millennial, zillennial, whatever. Um, it's all about being 19. Yeah. And also, it's it's very honest. Like, just her being, like, thrown into this fame. Like, Pretty Enough talked about that. Or Pretty Isn't Pretty. Um, it's another one. I don't know if it was Logical, maybe. Um no, maybe making the bed. Where she said something in one of the songs. Yeah, she Super said, "I got the five. I think I got the things I wanted. It's just not what I imagined." Like that's just classic, like teenage angst line. <laughs> she's an incredible songwriter, and she's only like twenty. Yeah, dude, she was born in two thousand three, which is, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> I was telling Nicole, so that. we're she's thirteen like, years older than her. Nicole's like, if you told me you were bored in 2003, I think you were like seven years old right now. <laughs> yeah, still. <laughs> yeah, the production on this is incredible. Like just there's like subtle echoes and just all these like little things like. Um, the harmonizing with herself. Yeah, is is great. Um, I think uh, Bad Idea is when she's doing like the blah, blah, blahs in the background or yeah i think it's that right. one yeah yeah all american bitch is an incredible album album opener because it starts just slow enough but not like boring slow and then it, it picks up real nice and i don't know why everything makes me think of pinkerton but the solo on that gives me huge weezer vibes <laughs> like like just the guitar tone and just the way it's it's presented i don't know everything seems to make me think of weezer lately but 
I was going to say like Weezer and The Cure. Like I heard The Cure again <laughs> on this one. I'm like, people probably just think I well, say the same what, things about exactly every album. exactly what we said last week. This <laughs> <laughs> is what we said about uh, Rap Boys, I think. <laughs> it's like three weeks in a row, but it's like, I do think they sound like, I feel like they're just having a moment where people are just like clearly influenced by them and they're using some like that sound. Yeah, because this like, like you said, like, pop music infused with like indie and rock and it has like that like gritty distorted feel to it is kind of i don't know if it's making a comeback in general or just for me and what i've been what we've been listening to but it feels like they're finding a real nice balance for these pop albums where they don't feel like corny i mean sure there's some some lyrics like she's 19 so some stuff like i don't know beginning of lacy that first line is like kind of weird (laughs) like i mean you can't expect every single little part like to critique an album that much would just be like shitty but overall they were like they were like like laughable lines too like sandra's laughing at uh when she's like all the Um, boys are like her gay (laughs) that was cool and um i think uh is it get him back where she's like kind of rapping and like she's talking about keying his car and um falling tripping into bed with him again or i might be i think you're combining i'm combining i'm combining too tripping into bed was a bad idea right yes yeah 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 but get him back had a had a lot of funny lines um, like tell his mom he sucks yeah <laughs> i want to call his mom tell your mom you suck yeah Yeah, it's like lighthearted and fun. I don't like love like the talking and rapping that much, only because she has such a good singing voice. Like I, I want her to just sing, but I do think those songs are cool, and like I like that she took the risk like that and decided to just switch it up. I think I think my biggest critique of this album would just be there's like one or two too many slow songs ballads. Like yeah, by like the time doing, I got to logic, a bit of logical back to back was yeah. You needed to pick it back up a little bit because like Battle of a Homeschool Girl is really good. Yeah, that that one's great. Is that your uh, your rom com um, coming of age movie song? There's a couple on here. Yeah, I was thinking like Bad Idea, right? Just like screams rom com. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. It, like it's kind of like a car. Like do you ever listen like the Cars? Yeah, you get, like a lot of like my best friend's girl vibes from that. Yeah, yeah, I can hear that. Uh, Love is embarrassing. Also had like a little '80s feel to it too, with like that like girly voice she kept doing, which like I didn't really like that much. But who cares? That one's like? been the one that's grown on me the most. Like I wasn't crazy <laughs> about it at first, but the more I listen, the more I like that one. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's. I didn't think it'd be too relatable for me, and it's not like super relatable. I feel like I could look back and it can be relatable. You know, you know I felt like, this way when I was 19. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had a bad idea on and Nicole's like, this reminds me of when we were broken up in college and we'd keep hanging out. <laughs> 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 like my roommates are like, 
don't fucking hang out with him again. <laughs> Oops. Well, <laughs> yeah, here we are. Here we are. Five year anniversary coming up. I'll be at fish. What? Uh... <laughs> Bad idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I hope she doesn't hold the grudge. <laughs> Did you I think... think the grudge was going to be a tool cover at first? I was really waiting for doodle doot doodle doot. That I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I might hate it, but I'd like to hear it. <laughs> she could cover the grudge if she's listening to that much rage. I discovered. I wouldn't put it past her at that point. Piss everyone off. <laughs> Tool's a dangerous band to cover. Even if you do it, good, oh yeah, you're just gonna get like yelled at. Don't do it. Breaking Benjamin did it, and that was how I like found Tool when I was a kid. And then years later, I like looked it up on YouTube. I forget what they covered, like Chisholm or something. And all the comments were just roasting Breaking Benjamin. I didn't even think it was that bad a cover, but certain bands, if you just touch, you just get you get in trouble. Um, like Stain covered Sober. Yeah. I don't remember how that went, but honestly, for all the shit Stain gets, I think Aaron Lewis has a pretty good voice. So good and voice, like, shitty. Yeah personality but yeah 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 he's uh yeah yeah <laughs> I'll just leave it that um i think pretty isn't pretty might be the best song on the album that's that's my cure song that's like this oh. is like this sounds like the cure yeah it's like <laughs> it's like shoegaze pop like yeah It's really that was the one that had the cool echo on her voice and like the song as a whole just flows really well like it just it's seamless every part goes into the other real nice and there's no it just feels really natural i don't know i just think that was a really well done song and teenage dream was pretty heavy ender that was definitely heavy yeah but it had a cool build to it and like this, I think the second verse, because it starts with, I guess it's it's just piano, I think, on that one at the beginning. And the second verse, like violin comes in very subtly. And then by the end, it all just like crashes together. That's all the ballads on this for. I know I said I thought there were too many, but all of them. Um, what was I going to say? They do a really good job of of building and like utilizing like like uh volume levels like everything is very subtle at first and then comes in more and more and like ah i'm not articulating well but i just i just the full spectrum yeah yeah like every every decision seems like very deliberate i just wish yeah just one too many by the time we get to logical i'm like i've heard this song already like she's She's upset about some like relationship or something. <laughs> like we did yeah, this. Like, we got this like three times already. Like the grudge was like a straight up like sequel to driver's license, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote driver's license part two question yeah. mark. Cause like, even like has like that fade out kind of like driver's license does. 
Yeah. Which I mean, part of me doesn't really blame her for trying to like recapture a huge hit, but eh. it's not enough to like make the album bad. No, I still enjoy Driver's License. Yeah. And the SNL skit they did with it. Uh, I don't I don't remember that one. There's like a bunch of guys at the bar and they're trying to be like broy and they're playing like pool and stuff. And like that song comes on, they all get like really into it. And like pretend they're not into it. And like by the end of like the skit, they're like all like like singing it really passionately, like all over the bar. Especially like the bridge part that comes in. Classic. <laughs> Great sketch, highly recommend. Yeah. I'll look it up. <laughs> but yeah, I I just like the more I listen to it, even the songs like that I felt were like boring or like how I said like logical, I feel like I've heard already. But the more listens, you just start to pay more attention each time to different things and feel like you get to know the artist a little bit and like it just starts to hit better. I'm glad I listened to this because I don't think I would have if you didn't put it on our radar. I'm glad you did. Yeah. And shout out. This is like a nice middle finger to anyone that said like guitar music is dead too. So I enjoyed that aspect of it. <laughs> Those people suck, man. Guitar they music's do. not... Not even like kind of dead. I mean, maybe from like a radio standpoint, because radio just keeps playing like his radio is kind of dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the guitar that's dead. It's it's the radio. How many times can you play like Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd? Great song. But like it's just yeah, it's the same. We've talked about this before, but it's just the same like Chili Peppers, Nirvana, uh, Zeppelin. Like it just they just do Foo Fighters snuck in, Rise Against occasionally down the shore. Their radio station's decent, but you say don't piss off Q1043. Also, start playing like Creed and make it <laughs> so our music is classic rock now. Uh, I used to love Q1043, and I'm pretty sure they're playing the same playlist they were playing 20 years ago. The same like four Pink Floyd songs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, at the same time of day. <laughs> yeah, the same door song, yep. LA Woman, like yep. every hour. <laughs> yeah, radio. I don't know what the deal is. Even serious, I feel like kind of gets pretty stale. Like, Nicole always That's why I has... let that subscription expire. Yeah, like Nicole had Octane on for like a down the shore drive, so it's like two hours. And like, it wasn't like there were repeats or anything, but. I don't know. I like putting on my own music. Like I I don't want to let the the DJ like I don't know. Do you put on the radio often? Not anymore. Not, not since I canceled Sirius. So now I just make playlists in Spotify and just play them when we go for long rides. Yeah. And if you miss Sirius that much, you can literally search like Octane playlist and you'll just get everything they play and you don't have to hear like i don't know shannon guns or jose mangan talking to you even though they're great they're good hosts but isn't there a radio feature like within spotify yeah you could i'll do it for like artists like yeah it's like rise against radio or we yeah. radio yeah i was trying that the other day because i was i mentioned last week like I was watching that Wu-Tang show on Hulu 
great great show Wu-Tang radio yeah because dude it's so weird like wu-tang is huge and like their music is good but i don't i don't think it's really for me <laughs> like i don't feel like i could like connect with it really no and way I just <laughs> <laughs> i know fucking shocking but just they're so big and you see like all different people wearing wu-tang like is their clothing brand just like bigger than them or are all these people just like huge wu-tang fans i really i i don't know i mean i probably know yeah i feel like the clothing <laughs> might be bigger yeah. just like how misfits i feel like they're clothing i feel yeah. like is bigger rolling stones has that nirvana definitely Zeppelin, has maybe. that yeah just interesting they're just a band that like i want to like them and i don't dislike them but i'm i don't like i don't know but i was putting on their radio station because then you just get like all like rap legends so that that was pretty fun sometimes From, i just like, need 90s. to like drastically switch it up because we listen to so much guitar music i just need like a change of pace but it never like sticks long enough for me really enter the wu-tang is great though i can listen like that album all day yeah 36 chambers yeah but yeah. i don't know any of their other albums um yeah i went to i forget what the next one was called but i went to that for a little bit and then there's like they have all their solo albums um so there's i was so like many dipping into those like liquid swords i think is Giza maybe um that one was cool and like the old dirty bastard had like some of the best ones like return to the 36 he's nuts man yeah <laughs> he is nuts definitely but i would highly recommend the wu-tang show on hulu just because seeing like how they formed and like how much of a genius like rizza is and putting all this together and then having the foresight to make a point to get individual contracts for all the guys he's like you could sign us as wu-tang but i want all my guys to be able to go off to whatever label they want and do their own thing so like they all had their individual contracts and it's just it's just really it was really interesting and i'm sure you know it's it's not like fully accurate but he is a writer on it and he's like directly involved so great show check it out. yeah yeah it's it's really good they do they have a few uh of those uh, i forget the name those episodes that are like standalone like um uh like whatever. specials yeah basically and like they try to like do flashbacks of what inspired some of the solo albums and like those are kind of hit or miss but you could just skip them they're not like not relevant much to, watch. The, to the main story um but yeah, I don't know. If you're a music fan, like I would big time recommend that show. I think it's two or three seasons. Oh wow. They're on tour with uh it's a Wu Tang clan with Nas and De La Soul. It's a hell of wow. a lineup. That's pretty <laughs> that is a hell Thanks, of a Thanks Spotify lineup. for telling me that. <laughs> Are you gonna buy a t shirt? A Wu Tang t shirt? Yeah. We'll see. You know me with my indecisiveness with t-shirts. Oh, yeah. I was also listening to a Mike Shinoda interview today. I sent it I sent it to you. I don't know if you listened yet. I did but, not listen yet. I saw um, the album art, though, and was like very distracted by that. 
yeah um i'll pull up the name just so i could shout it out because it, it was it was really good um here it is here it is bom, 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 pulling it up um the podcast is called and the writer is dot 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 with ross golan um the mike Shinoda episode is like the most recent one but a lot of interesting stuff like they go a little chronological but then they just they just talk about the band and how it all came together and he was saying one of the guys at the record label when they were first starting like they just had a demo he tried to get chester to go solo he's like dude you don't need all these guys like you're a star we'll build a band around you and chester told him to go fuck himself <laughs> and Shinoda, chester. yeah and Shinoda was like that's when like we were like all right like we're really in this together and just just a lot of cool stuff like that there he's talking about one step closer because <clears throat> that was like one of the first songs they wrote and he was saying how much he like loves the bridge in that and the build up you know like shut up when i'm talking to you that whole thing he's like we wanted that to be like this crazy experience like you think you're just listening to like an okay like whatever song like he's like it was good but nothing crazy and then that hits and you're like holy fuck and um one of the record guys he sent the tracks to like that was like the owner of the label or what and this guy tried to mix it on his own and he put that shut up part at the beginning and Shinoda was like we realized we were surrounded by people that didn't understand like what we were doing at all and like we weren't going to do that so then they hired uh Rob McDermott and Andy Gould to manage them and then those guys were able to like really put their foot down at the label and they're like cut it out like you signed this band when they were doing their own thing so just like let them do Keep that letting them do it yeah. yeah it's crazy you need like managers to do that but these are, yeah yeah i didn't i didn't finish it yet but it was i kept rewinding because i was working and then i'd realize like i didn't pay attention to the last five minutes and i want to listen to podcasts during work I've yeah noticed. yeah i have certain podcasts um like ours where i'll just like have background noise and like tune in for parts tune out for parts like whatever but then this was i didn't want to miss a word of of this because it was it was that interesting also highly recommend that for all you people trying to pass the time a lot of good stuff yeah um i don't know that that's a about everything i've been listening to i i still just can't stop listening to hell mode <laughs> me too i've been <laughs> watching the bear season two i've nice. been on like an rem kick a little bit lately i think that's why i had that weird dream where we interviewed <laughs> mike stipe michael stipe <laughs> and you and pissed I... him off but i don't know what you said to him because like when he went <laughs> to tell me i woke up <laughs> i told you what i said to him i said message in a bottle fucking sucks <laughs> And he said, that's not that's, my song. It's not our song, you asshole. <laughs> and then that made him lose his religion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a message in the bottle is a fine song. It's a victim of being played too much. It's kind of annoying. I, don't know. <laughs> I go back. R.E.M. has some great one. stuff, though. Listen to Monster and uh, New Adventures in Hi-Fi. I have never dug into them. Other than like what I hear on the radio. Massive. It's kind of a intimidating discography. 
are these albums that you just mentioned like beginning or middle or they're just towards the kind of in the middle like the 90s albums nice wow yeah they have they got a lot it's like all their 80s stuff was good like when they were still like underground like automatic for the people was like the one that blew them up even more yeah i recognize that name out of time that was out of time was up there too that actually might have been the one that blew them up or document i can't remember and you rewatch that documentary that was really good on them where's that like amazon or uh, i'm not sure where she, i saw it like probably remember, um trying to remember that cable channel i used to watch that had all like concerts and really good music documentaries back in the day oh yeah i'm just blanking i like the butterfly logo uh i forget you like dvr stuff from it like all the time was it Uh, uh, not Access TV. Was it? Could no. it have been? Because they used to play like live shows all the time, and they're like yeah. apparently still doing shit. I did not know that, but it might have been Access TV. It'd either be like live concerts or documentaries. Research mode. Research mode. Did you search but like it's not access? <laughs> but I can't remember what it was. Bliss. Wasn't that? No. I just searched butterfly logo music TV. A lot of butterfly logos. Oh, is that it? Oh. Oh. We got Aladia. Nothing. What's it called? Aladia. Oh. But then it rebranded as MTV Live in February 2016. Interesting. I think Palladia is some sort of pharmaceutical. Oh, no. It's a, some sort of drug for dogs because I'm getting a bunch of Chewy ads. Torsenar phosphate. It. <laughs> Maybe. It's like an X-Lax for dogs. <laughs> Our channel will make your dog shit. It'll be great. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. I used to just, like, channel surf, and then you'd find a concert on or a documentary. And, like, I wouldn't pay attention to what channel it was. It's a different time. Those now we gotta days. we gotta find our own stuff and put it on. But yeah, that's where I watched that REM documentary. But now I can't find. Yeah, and they have a song oh, called REM REM so. TV. Ah, uh, what a great title! Is there any music coming out this week? No, uh, Corey Taylor's solo album. Oh. That's cool. 
listen listen to some of that um he's got a great voice i haven't really explored his solo stuff too much other than like i don't know if stone sour accounts in that but i'm just thinking of like yeah like through the glass or snuff or just random like songs he sings with his bands that are more like you get to actually hear him scream. yeah bother it's a good one Bother's a really good one yeah nice throwback that'll be nice uh we'll check that out um yeah we got to see her now this weekend where the weather will be awesome and then we will actually book club next week because i'll be away at louder than life in louisville and then uh yeah we'll see where we go from there when do you leave on tuesday uh <clears throat> wednesday okay yeah so you have so... some recovery time from see here now yeah <laughs> sort of man it's gonna be and then thursday at the end of the month oh yeah wow i f- i forgot about that that's now i gotta start putting on more <laughs> I know that album. Oh, I listened to that this but... week. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I knew like the hits from it, but like I didn't like the B sides on that are just as good. It's really strong all the way through. I definitely need to brush up on lyrics for the back half because every time I put it on, it's for like 20 minutes and then I don't make it. But yeah, that'll be a great show. I don't even know if there's like openers or what at that show. I feel like there are, but I'd never heard of them. I feel like they'd have like I'm the Avalanche or something. They don't have bands we know. They don't. All right. I don't feel like looking it up now, but I think at other venues yeah. they had openers we knew, but not the Jersey show. Also, Vinny said the opener for the front bottoms is good too. And I forgot their name. But I don't even remember who's opening for that. Um yeah, I why why not put all the bands on your tour dates? That's okay. Whatever. Look it up. Look it up yourselves. <laughs> uh, let's get out of here. Um, we'll see everyone next week. As we're in full on research mode. Yeah, yeah, a lot of research this episode, but um, slot rust. Yeah. Sloth, sloth rust. Sloth rust. Rusty there sloth. You go. Get the answer before you go. Nice. Boom. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Keep it saucy. Marco Escondoles. Thank you.